to the Dunks After Dusk podcast. I am your host, Patrick Flavin, here as always with my co-host, Mitch Peterson. I didn't really have anything to say. I wasn't prepared. I apologize. But I'm here. This excited is, to go. This is why we need the catchphrase. The catchphrase. Uh, then you don't have to think about it. You slide right into it. Ah, uh, bang. Right between the eyes. Love it. <laughs> um, so, so, Mitch, we are we're recording the intro out of order this this week because we had an interview uh, that we'll get to shortly for you listeners. For those who are who are anxiously waiting what's coming in the podcast, what would your description of, of our said interview be for the listeners? What do they have to look forward to? Uh, there was a lot of laughing. You know, hopefully it's comes through. We had a great time talking about it. I think that what we found is that I don't think there's a, there's as much hope as maybe originally anticipated for, you know, uh, pursuing a joint passion for the wolves with your partner if they're not organically interested. But, you know, I guess we'll let the listeners decide and, and work on that on their own. Yeah. I made big promises at the end of last episode about this um, interview that we're going to do, this next episode being potentially relationship changing. Do you think that we we lived up to those, those promises? Pat, you don't... <sighs> I feel like that's just setting yourself up for me to be mean to you. And I don't get why you would do that. <laughs> no, I you didn't. Okay. By in okay. any stretch or sense of the word, nothing like that happened at all. It was yeah. a it was a fun and mindless way to kill forty minutes. Which is, you know, all you can hope for. Sometimes. What we do here. <laughs> That's the purpose of what we do. Yep. So, <laughs> all right. Speaking of which, let's talk a little bit of FIBA before we get to that interview. A couple things have happened since we last recorded. So, the most recent Team USA game, they had their first game against New Zealand. And Anthony Edwards was okay. He had a really slow start, but it stat, stat wise, he finished just fine. Did you get a chance to watch the game? Yep. Yeah, I got up early. My son was excited to watch it, so we got up and watched that together. Um, yeah, Ant was horrific the first five minutes or so. Had like two or three turnovers and um, some missed shots and not overly engaged. Last standing in the corner. Um, he kind of started turning it on a little bit. He's just, like we've talked about before on the podcast, he kind of ebbs and flows and can do that a little bit, which, you know, it was especially after the, the massive you know, exhibition win against Germany and all that he did there to have him come out was a little, it was frustrating to come out and be super passive and stuff. And I think that that is a a trend that annoys me and worries me. And at the same time, whenever he decides to lock in, he still is far and away the best player on the team when he gets going, you know, Reeves brought a lot this game. Obviously Ben Carroll played great, you know, Brunson is a steady force, but no, when Ant, I think he got mad at himself after missing a couple free throws at one point and just took it out on the poor guy on the other New Zealand team with on-ball defense, and it yeah. looked miserable. Yeah, just thinking Ant-specific, I 
really appreciated that when it, this is just a moment from the fourth quarter that stood out to me that it was clear that Bancaro was having it was his night, right? He was having a special game on both ends of the court. And there was a moment where Ant had like a cross crossover step back and had an open jumper. He could have taken it, but he paused for a moment, saw Bancaro trailing, sent him the ball. And, you know, first thing on Ant's Instagram after the game is, you know, Bancaro and these things like it just that that teammate sense that Ant has where it doesn't have to be his night every night. And, and that's where I actually I wasn't that disappointed with his effort overall. I thought for the most part, for me, I'm going to continue to say with the Team USA the way that they are. You're going to have offensive games where and offensive moments where other players are going to take over because you have five incredibly talented offensive players on there. Whether you're going to focus on, you know, JJJ under the basket or you're going to, you know, Reeves gets going, Ben Carroll this game, Brunson, as you said. Um, that's my that's my USA thoughts. Like I again, it was is a game that they, you know, should have blown that other team out and they did. It took a little bit of time, but I'm I'm betting there was a lot of nerves, too, for the first game and trying to get things going and the intensity level picking up. So. Not a ton of not a ton of thoughts beyond that for myself. Other point I want, or other player I want to talk about, we'll talk about a couple of them. Uh, I want to give Cat some love. He's he's led the Dominican Republic to two wins now, and in in those games, you know his shooting like efficiency hasn't been great. But you know what? Every single player on on the other team is focusing on Cat and what he can do, and despite the defensive focus he's finding ways to win games and he's getting to the free throw line and again the shooting's not that bad it's what was he's five for 16 in one game seven for 15 in another what i loved the most in the, in the second game against italy where i believe italy it was the favored team in that in that group you know that upset win Cat had 11 boards and five assists like he's just playing winning basketball and seems like from post-game interviews and things like that just having a lot of fun and yeah, Cat's been Cat's been awesome. He's been the the All NBA type version of Cat that we really hope to see coming back to to Minnesota. But the question is, the role for the Dominican Republic, he's the guy. Mm-hmm. How does that change when you get on a on a roster that's you know obviously a lot more talented and 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 more full of different people who need some time with the ball too? So that's my only question going forward. Just Cat's been great. Yeah, I the fact how often. I guess where Cat's getting the ball and how quick he is to shoot it, or you know, it's either a shot, it's either a three or a drive. That's all it is from Cat, right? And how it seems like, at least in highlights, you know, and stuff. It's that's a lot of what they're doing is getting him him the ball above the break. And um, I don't know, I I see a team with Ant driving the ball, and instead of kicking to Bobby Portis in the corner, or instead of kicking to Jaron Jackson Jr., if you kick to Cat, I you know I. That's been my takeaway, I think, from from watching some of the cat highlights is like, you know, a healthy spry cat who wants to chuck from deep is going to have plenty of shot attempts this year playing off of Anthony Edwards and Mike Conley. I mean, Conley yeah. wants to move the ball and stuff. And, and he also just looks quick. He looks trim. Yeah, he's not, he he's not, you know, some off seasons, I feel like he's like tried to bulk up a lot and like, I'm going to go play in the post and be big. It's like, just stop it. Just be faster than the guys you're playing. Be quicker so that when you're driving, instead of running into guys' chests and offensive fouling, you have enough quickness to kind of get around them. And we're, obviously, these aren't NBA caliber guys all over the court for these other teams. But like, yeah, the free throw numbers are huge because people can't stay in front of him. Um, and that combination of size and speed has always been what made Cat. You know, the size and speed and shooting, I should say, has always been what makes yeah. him just an unstoppable offensive player. And you, you, you're seeing it all right now. So, obviously, hoping that can carry over into into our season but the biggest thing right now is all the players for the wolves that are playing we have a ton of them and they're all healthy and you know cat looks healthy which is the you know he just he's got that step that he never had last year coming back from the calf you can see it pretty quick 
Yeah. Speaking of great shooters on the Timberwolves team, let's give a little oh, bit Rudy. of love to Nick. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm close. A little bit of love to Nikhil Alexander Walker, who in his games, he's really just shooting threes. What, four of eight from three, and, and when they beat France by 30 points, and then four of seven in the most recent game versus Lebanon. I, no questions, no doubts about his defense, but it's fun to see Nikhil also being uh, looking for a shot aggressively and hitting it. And also seeming to fit a really similar role to what he's going to have for the Wolves, yep. where he's the defensive specialist and floor spacer. He doesn't need a ton of shots, but when he gets them and they're open, he'll take them, which ah, I love it. seems like he's going to be, be ready to fit slide right into that role with the Wolves when the season starts. Yeah, if Nikhil Alexander-Walker can shoot 35 to 36% or higher from three this year, he's a 18-minute-a-night guy. If he can't, he'll lose minutes, right? I mean, that's, that's as easy as it is. And so seeing him shoot volume for Team Canada this entire the exhibition season and their first two games and stuff and, and hitting them at a decent clip is incredibly encouraging because you start thinking about the defense and shooting we could potentially put on the floor between Ant and Conley, and Jaden, and Naw. Um, that's a pretty formidable... You could always have at least two of those guys on the floor, right? That are going to give you good defense yeah. and can give you above NBA average shooting in theory. And obviously that's the one that, um, you know, we don't know about Naw yet, but um, if he can be above NBA average. But no, he's, again, the role he's playing seems like that kind of bench Energizer Bunny player, which is exactly what we're going to need him to do for us, so... Yeah. yeah, it'll be fun when we get to our season preview and talk a little bit about him and what his role will be as a, is he the backup point guard? Is he just your defensive specialist that comes in? I think that has a chance to evolve, as you're saying, based on yeah. how he's performing. So let, let's get to the, one other one other Wolves player who's you know notable in FIBA, and that is Rudy Gobert. Rudy um, and Team France, unfortunately, they've lost both their games and are now officially eliminated. They've got one more game to play, but they can't advance to the next round. My, my only thought on that and in, in looking at Rudy's stat line and seeing just some clips and stuff that that's posted that the team the team as a whole for France clearly they they didn't gel and weren't as strong as everybody was thinking I don't mind that Rudy's done a little bit earlier and gets a month off now for before the wolf season like that's my biggest takeaway I don't think that he played that poorly looking again looking at stat lines I think Rudy was was Rudy and now he gets uh, gets a month off where he's not playing this high level you know potentially injury riddled basketball where he like when he came in last season with you know just a little I don't even say dinged up but right just a little over exhausted so not the end of the world to me that that France is out and, and Rudy's done so that's my biggest takeaway from from his time nothing in terms of on court that was that noteworthy or standout no no I mean Rudy is once he in you're nine you're 10 I mean Rudy's who Rudy is at this point he's a elite rim defender he can dunk things you know every single time so I watched the France Canada game um and they were trying to run like post-ups for Rudy and I just don't get it I yeah it's it's don't need to. it's so <laughs> it's just horrible offense to to give him the ball that in that spot and I don't know if it's I mean, he's by far the most accomplished player. I mean, the guy's a Hall of Famer when he retires. He's, you know, maybe he he deserves that level of at least attempts and stuff. But um, no, yeah, big takeaway is he's done, which is great. He didn't get injured, which is great. Like I said, that's my big priority for any of the the Timberwolves guys playing for their countries right now. Um, and yeah, Rudy came in last year. I mean, they already they talked about it, like a bad back and stuff. 
I, I, I'm thrilled that he's done playing. Um, they didn't let him utilize that three-point shot he's been showing on Twitter over and over. That, that's, a, that's a coaching <laughs> error on France. I'm going to call him out right now. I'm not afraid to say it. Um, you yeah. know, the guy was... I don't think I saw him miss a three on Twitter all summer long. So, you know, <laughs> they didn't utilize it. Could have done it. Well, the nice thing is they have one more game, and it means nothing. Do you think we get a Rudy three? coming in in two days i think i think we get at least two of them that's my bold prediction we're getting two rudy threes in this game uh all right well there we go there's there's the wolves in in fiba still just the first round so a lot to go by the time you listen to this you'll have probably a couple more games that have taken place and a little bit more information than we do right now but with all that mitch are you ready to get to our special guest uh can't wait all right let's uh let's get to it And we are back with our very special guest for today's episode. Allow me to introduce to everyone my wife, Brianna. Hi, guys. Long-time listener, first-time visitor. (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) So before we, we get into our topic of discussion today, I thought... It would probably be important, Brianna, a couple episodes ago, and you would know this as a long-time listener, uh, a couple episodes ago, Mitch and I, we took some time to acknowledge our bravery as as two white men in their 30s who... Kind of stuck, you know, stepped on a ledge to talk about sports (laughs) in in public, in the public domain for everybody to hear. As as my, my longtime wife's partner, spouse... I just wanted to give you the opportunity here if if you wanted to acknowledge our bravery in or whatever you'd want to say about <laughs> us and what we've done. So I'm I'm just going to acknowledge that um, as a spouse of a passionate Timberwolves fan and who is I'm I'm not a super passionate Timberwolves fan myself and uh, yet yeah okay that's optimistic of you um but (laughs) the uh, conversation with uh like sports fandoms you know just a long gendered very gendered history of that that makes me uncomfortable i tried to you know get into sports because um i don't i don't like to fit a trope i am i don't want to get too far ahead of where we're going here but there's a chance that we might be turning the whole notion of gender upside down in the midst of this Again, Pat, your your ability to just oversell almost everything is borders on insanity. Uh, well, well, Brandon, you already answered this question a little bit in that introduction. By the way, one last chance, acknowledging our bravery. Did you want to say anything else about what we were doing? You guys here? are so brave. Oh, I thank love you both so much. Oh, uh, thank you. I I, I, I I felt I didn't like that at all. Oh, felt, well, felt, buckle up. Yeah, then. well. <laughs> If we if we get through this podcast without you know setting a dual time and place, we're gonna be doing just fine. Uh, flashbacks to risk in 20, oh, 2010. I was literally just thinking of that. The dual, the time and the place. I was like, oh, that risk game. Mm. No. 
Though uh, I recall who won that, so just oh, no. you're still talking about it this many years later, so I guess it's hard to say who really won. Well, Brandon, you answered this question a little bit already, but I think for for our listeners, I was trying to like describe your wolves fandom here, and I I would describe you as wolves curious in the sense of if I'm watching a game, you come yeah. down and you'll normally like linger, and you're familiar with the players. You've helped me, you know, you help edit my articles when I oh, write yeah. them. So you have it's not like you have no familiarity with the team. Oh, no. And and sometimes you'll linger and you'll watch, you know, especially if it's late in the game, you'll watch the end of a game. So is Wolves Curious like a good starting description for where you're at as we begin this exercise? Boy, yeah, I'll, I'll say that's acceptable. I, I, it's maybe like a couple notches down from Curious. Like I'm curious about how to, you know, use like micro cement in our basement bathroom. Um so the, the you know wolves is slightly lower than that. <laughs> so, so wolves are somewhere below micro cement in yeah, your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the article that that is kind of the heart and soul of this uh, is titled "Bonding with Your Boyfriend Through Sports." <laughs> now, that. It's from it's from WikiHow. If you're wondering how like official this is, so because of the nature of the article, wasn't that gender inclusive with its language? I've rewritten the points. I think I've kept to the heart and spirit of the author's intent and how I rewrote them. But I think it'll all kind of come out here. So we're, we're basing this off an article as we're going to go through this journey. Five reasons why, Brianna, you should be more involved in my life as a Wolves fan and why you should care more about the Wolves. Are you, are you ready? You seem really ready. I, I object. I object. But, but lead the way <laughs> <Object>. forward. <laughs> Can you can you maybe just before we begin, should you state out any uh, reasons your objections or what you're nervous about before we we go on? You know, this there's together? a lot of premises that this uh, article topic is built upon that I do not share, <laughs> but I am very curious. Uh, you know, as a thought exercise, so so lead the way, my love. Mitch, are you ready to go? I feel I feel similar to like in an icy Minnesota winter at an intersection when you see a car try to hit the brakes and it's sliding <laughs> towards an accident and you know there's nothing you can do about it but you see it coming from a little bit away and just like you kind of think you should interject but you're like there's nothing I could do like I'm not gonna stop that yeah. car crash from happening um, so I'll just be here and I'm I'm you know qualified to offer medical <laughs> services if needed. Um, after that car accident, I'm happy to like call emergency personnel, but like, there's nothing really I can do. It's just going to happen. Um, so that's how I feel. And I'll be here just, ready I'm, to clean I'm up. excited. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm ready to clean up. I'm ready to support both of you in your times of need after this conversation, if need be. Um, so I think we should, get, I think we should get into it and Godspeed, Patrick. Reason number one for why, Brianna, you should care more about the Timberwolves. Number one is, sharing a hobby is good for your relationship. <laughs> allow me allow me to build. So we've got the point, and now I'm going to you know, quote from the article with some slight alter- mm. alterations to language. People feel close to people who convey interest in them. <laughs> Try asking your partner genuine questions about the Timberwolves and their interest in them. This can help you get to know about their passions more, increasing your bond. If it's a new relationship, start with the basics. You can ask things like, who's your favorite player? As you grow closer, however, ask open-ended questions that allow you to get to know your partner as a person. Try something like, do you find the Timberwolves inspirational? Are there any players you find admirable? So there's point number one. 
and and how to build this bond with, with your partner and and just the importance of finding this hobby together brianna as i as i read that and, and you hear that advice uh, what where's where's where are you at I'm feeling great. I'm feeling like I'm acing this test. Um, I, I know your favorite player. <laughs> and I know that you find some of the Timberwolves admirable. <laughs> 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 and um, I know that you're really passionate and interested about, in, in it. Um, so, so far, so good, um, author of this article. And we, sh- and we share hobbies. And I'm, and I'm, and then that's a bonding experience. Do you sharing a hobby? Do you think we need to share more hobbies? And, no. And... <laughs> so you I don't. Do not. You don't feel as though there's like a Timberwolves, you know, um, sized hole in my heart. Yes, you don't feel that way as we start. A this? Timberwolves sized hole in our bed, in our marriage bed. No. <laughs> No, I don't feel like something is missing. <laughs> Look, we've all seen we've all seen Crunch running around at halftime. I think a lot of us could agree that there would be a Timberwolf size hole in the marriage bed that a lot of us would be just fine with. Crunch is cute. Crunch. I, 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 I'm on that. Crunch is cute. <laughs> Look, you're not going to get any disagreements there from me. Crunch is a looker, always has been. Shout out Crunch if you want to come on the pod, we'll gladly take you. I mean, being one for one again, Brianna, you don't have to assess yourselves on these. It's just pieces of advice in general. But I would say, yeah, yeah you're know, acing, acing number I'm one. Acing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're doing great. You we, we share hobbies and you ask questions about mine, even if you're not interested in them. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah piece of advice not needed for you. But for, for listeners out there, maybe they need that starting point of asking those basic questions. Really, really basic Listeners, questions. this is an open invitation. If this is an episode that you need to bring your partner in to listen to, that is part of the point of this. Is Again, we're, we're here to change and help grow relationships. That's part of the purview of this podcast. So I just I need to make so many disclaimers as we go in this podcast. Same therapy yeah. podcast. That like, <laughs> the last episode was like us going to therapy. This one is like relationship advice. And I feel... I can't think of a worse person other than me to talk to either of those points. So I'm glad I don't have like a central role in this one. Um. Uh, I I think it's going great. I think we're all learning so much already. We're only one point in and it's only been total agreement thus far. <laughs> this is not what's happening. Hold on. <laughs> I feel like I'm actively disagreeing that this is, <laughs> this is going well. Classic, all on the same page. All right, number two. Here we go. Uh, this is the point. The the more partners engage each other's friends socially, Mitch, this is this is coming for you here. The happier the relationship is. So, research indicates the more you bond with your partner's friends, the stronger your relationship will be. If your partner watches the Timberwolves, try getting to know the people they watch games with. When you're invited to hang out with their Timberwolves buddies. Don't just stay by your partner's side all night. Chat up. <laughs> chat up some of their friends. Allow yourself to form somewhat independent friendships with them and be polite. Somewhat independent? <laughs> okay. Okay, what? <laughs> We're getting there. I'm almost Again, done. This, I'm is from, done. this is from WikiHow. It's, it's, it's indefensible, Bree. Please don't get upset. <laughs> Ask them questions that allow you to get to know them, such as where they're from, where they went to school, what their families are like, and so on. So my, my final closing point before we get to your response to that advice, Brianna, is really if we want our relationship to be better, 
you need to talk to Mitch about the Timberwolves. You need to really and ask him questions about the Timberwolves. The more you and Mitch talk about the Timberwolves, really the better our marriage will be. <laughs> is what this point is saying. So, um, pa- Patrick, would you would you like to watch while I talk to Mitch about the Timberwolves? <laughs> Don't make it weird. It was totally innocent. <laughs> Independent friendships line got me. That gets me. What on earth is a somewhat independent friendship? I think that sounds like it's up for me and you to explore, Brie. That's what it sounds like. If you were to ever describe our friendship, Mitch, as a somewhat independent friendship, I will freaking lose my shit. <laughs> I should be I should be rightfully slapped in the face if I ever describe it that way. See, it is it is interesting because the tone of this article really feels like it's written to like a 10 year old like who's just learning how to socialize but as you'll see in our future points it's not for 10 year olds <laughs> it gets it, we we're gonna get we're gonna get more adult here in just a few points and that's where it, it, oh, no. it's part of why i decided i have to use this article because it's it's really a, a work of art that we're here so so taking taking a step back the advice that is at least it's supposed to center mm. around mm. it's good in a relationship to talk to your partner's friends about their interests or it is a way to potentially become to help grow your own fandom of the Timberwolves are we are we tracking with that or is that ultimately an unnecessary unhelpful piece of advice tracking mm. love it okay someone independently tracking we'll, we'll go on <laughs> let's go on to number three we're I feel like we're again we're making great strides here together, Brianna. Do you feel any closer to the Timberwolves as a franchise after two points? No. Okay, just wanted to check <laughs> in on that. All right, number number three. Here we go. Getting to know more about the team is an opportunity to show your partner how much you care. Oh. If you want to share your partner's interest, it may be a good idea to try to learn a bit about the Timberwolves yourself. Watch the NBA on TNT. And YouTube highlights. Try to figure out when uh, the rules when watching. You can also look up the rules online if you're confused. You could also learn a bit about their favorite players. If it doesn't bother your partner, try asking them about the rules while watching the Timberwolves. However, be careful. If your partner is invested in the game, they may get annoyed by your questions. Oh my god! <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> so it's basically like if you want to get close to your partner even though they don't want you to <laughs> please ask more questions i mean i just i feel like the author is just trying to cover all their bases yeah like, well you know, yeah read the, you know read the room yeah, right yeah, like, yeah. you can't keep asking questions i feel like this author is painfully single <laughs> uh, Mitch, Mitch, do you have any thoughts on on number three here? Uh, you know, you could also speak. Obviously, your your significant other isn't present with us right now. To... Does Kelsey does Kelsey like the wolves? Like watching by herself, hanging out with the wolves? Uh, no. Okay. No, yeah. not not independently. <laughs> I think I think that it's somewhat a, independently. Um, I think that that phrase is stupid, and I refuse to use it. Um, I think I think that she, you know. We like being together, like sort of regardless of what's happening. We like being together. So well, she'll like absolutely sit and watch some games with me mm. and like get excited when cool things happen and stuff like that. But I would feel, I don't know, like if Kelsey was like researching rules online and like <laughs> stuff like, like that would just, I would probably just make fun of her. I feel like that seems silly because like I know that that's not genuine. Like I know that's not something you're interested in. 
So to me, it feels like pandering, or it feels like is our like are we okay? Like this feels like you're cheating on me, and we're trying to get better, or like like I, I would like that would be my first instinct is like okay, so like should I go live with my parents for a while, or like where where are we at? Yeah. So I so far, you know, I don't I don't know how applicable these points are to to me and my relationship, but I you know I not say that they don't work for. <laughs> You know what? I bet a lot of our listeners relate to this. <laughs> I'll bet they might. They might. As somebody in my relationship who tends to be like super codependent, like I'm a very codependent person with with my with my partner, um, and and I have been that way ever since I was like a kid with people in my life. Like if I have connection with someone, like it means a lot to me, and it's like it's there's a bunch of other stuff behind it that we won't get into. But like for me. I feel like what I'm learning is like, I think I would have used to really want that and feel like I need that, you know, like I want me and my partner to, to be interested in all the same things and have all the same conversations and stuff. And, and yet I find that like, the more often that that's not true, I think it, I think it leads to some more health sometimes. Like, I, I think that there's, a, a, there's so many ways that, that we do connect and things that we do share on and, and life that we do together. Um, and I think it used to just be in my mind, it was like, the more, the better, the more, the better, the more, you know, the more things we're doing the be- together, the better it will be and the closer we'll be and the happier we'll be. Um, my darling love who I adore, who listens to this, um, does not feel that way about my involvement in a hundred percent of her life. Um, and Kelsey's the best. I love you, Kelsey. Um, and doesn't want me around all the time. Um, <laughs> so I think, I think that, you know, if, if you were to engage in point three with your partner, it would have to be very honest and very, you know, like understanding of like, is this something that they even want? You know, because it's like, it sounds like Pat, you're like, yeah, that would be awesome. Whereas like, if Kelsey was a Timberwolves fan and I was like my annoying golden retriever self of like, oh my gosh, I'll do it with you and it'll be so much fun. She might be like, you are smothering me and I need my space. Like, go away. This is something that I'm doing alone. So anyways, just a, a, I guess a caveat that it's like, you know, not, not all relationships maybe are desiring that like, you know, thing, but maybe that stems from like, hopefully we're healthy enough in other areas that we don't feel like we, we need the wolves to be our last shred of connection either. But Hmm. Well, <clears throat> it seems like, again, we, we should probably move on to number four. I, I, I sense a little bit of hesitance in this article. I think number four is going to get all of us back on track a little bit. So this is, this is the one that I've decided not to edit at all um, because I felt editing it would be would be a little bit like spray painting on the Mona Lisa for what we're about to what we're about to hear here. Number four, watching sports together can lead to increased physical intimacy. Ow. So here here well great question. Let me answer that question. Touch is vital to fostering feelings of intimacy in a relationship. You should touch your boyfriend frequently during sports-related <laughs> activities. This, sorry, <clears throat> this can make such activities feel more intimate, deepening your bond. Cuddle with your boyfriend when watching sports on TV. Place your hand on his knee. Hold, hold his hand. Lean against him. If you are playing sports together, take opportunities Ew. to touch him. Playfully rub, <laughs> I'm not done. Playfully rub his shoulder when playing basketball. Oh Lightly God. wrestle with him during a game of football. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
that's that's where the point ends. I as I as I read this point and this article really made me think like would watching a Timberwolves game together be the ultimate form of foreplay in a relationship? No, I can feel my <laughs> vagina closing like a flower as the nighttime approaches. No thank you. Mitch, I feel like it's a good time to throw it out to you after that point. Mitch, what are you Why? What are you thinking Why do you as feel you, that? <laughs> as you as we hear about the how physical intimacy can be increased through watching sports together? Yeah. I mean, and Pat, I am flattered. Don't get me wrong. I am. I'm. I. I just, that's not exactly what I'm looking for right now in our in our wolves relationship together. Just, um, just imagine that you're watching a game. Something really interesting is happening. Uh, listeners, if you don't know, um, Patrick is often standing up when he's very interested. So he, you know, he's off the couch. He's standing up. He's looking at the TV very close. All right. In that moment. I'm 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 coming around. I put my arms around you. I'm like, oh hey, how's it going? <laughs> I don't know why I use that voice. I literally never talk like that, let alone when I'm trying to seduce somebody. <laughs> huh. You should use that voice more often. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <note> to self. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> All right. Well, how we're gonna we're maybe gonna punt on number four. So listeners out there. Maybe we don't fully buy the idea that watching sports together increases physical intimacy. I mean, no, absolutely not. Anything can increase physical intimacy if you increase the physical intimacy, like if you go up and touch somebody during it. <laughs> you know? So. That's a great point. Let's get to number five, our last point here, and then, <laughs> and then we're going to see where where we land with this. So. Uh, number five, and I've gone back to changing the language for this one. So number five tells us that shared experiences lead to more laughter and flirting. <laughs> Humor is one of the best means to bond with a person. People who laugh together frequently tend to feel closer to one another. You need to keep some levity in a relationship to keep things fun and happy. Listeners, at this time, I'm just going to pause and say this is a free podcast that you're getting right here. This this, <laughs> this advice. So I'm just going to remind you, this is free. Try teasing your partner lightly and in good spirits. You can give them a hard time when they are getting frustrated that the world is losing. If, if your partner doesn't take well to teasing, try making observational jokes about the game. Mock the announcer or the team's outfits. If you two are watching sports together, try making a few self-deprecating jokes at your own expense. A word of warning, though. Electronics can be a huge distraction when it comes to bonding. If your partner is watching a game with you, they want to share. They want you to share in their interests. It's a bad idea to be on oh your God. computer. You may miss a vital portion oh my of God. the game. Be polite. Put your phone and laptop away when watching sports <laughs> with your partner. Uh, there was a lot that was that was mm. said there, but um, highlights for you, Brianna, as you as you hear that advice and incorporating humor, making first jokes. of all, dear listener. Uh, when Patrick watches the Timberwolves, he is glued to both his phone and the TV. <laughs> like he is checking stat things, texting Mitch. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, all those things, and and like checking, you know, reading up on social media, getting interactions from like you know the uh, beat writers mm-hmm. and all those things. Yeah, very involved yep, on yep. my phone. So, so so it would be it would be uh, a, a big feat for me to try to draw your attention away from those things that you love in the hobby that you enjoy to myself <laughs> to make a funny joke about the team's <laughs> uniforms, <laughs> which I don't think you would appreciate. <laughs> 
Well, it sounds to me like you just need well, good material. If I was following the rest of this article's good, good advice, point. surely I would have some. Great point, because you'd be researching yeah. in your yeah. free time. It was a self-depreciating <laughs> joke at my expense, everyone. <laughs> <sighs> it's it's working. That's that's part of the advice. You just did it. <laughs> I've never been so confident that you two are going to make it than right now. <laughs> Oh, we're growing together so much. Um, well, Mitch, any any thoughts from you on on piece of advice number five? No. You know, do you think you would enjoy watching? Nope. <laughs> Let's get so five points, and this is just like a bonus. You know, um, I guess word of wisdom to give you at the very end. Say you've tried all these things and it's not working. We've talked about that. There's there's some advice to, to, that the article closes with. So. Here's some comfort for those of you. Maybe you've tried these things. Maybe this is your third time listening back to the episode and the steps just aren't quite working for you. Here's some here's some comfort. Uh, so this is to the per- to the partner who can't seem to, you know, begin like to me. like the Timberwolves. Yeah, yes. Me. Yep. So, Brianna, <clears throat> you may never learn to love the Timberwolves like me. No. That's okay. <laughs> Respecting you. our our differences is a vital element of our romantic relationship. Instead of feeling disappointed, Let's focus on the positive aspects of our differences. For instance, maybe my love of the Timberwolves can be a reminder to you of the quality of our love. Wow. I, <laughs> again, just the article with some changes. I only ask that you respect that this is a passion that I have, even if you don't share it. It may be helpful to remind yourself that there are interests that you have that may seem absurd to me. Oh, <laughs> Well, that's that's true. <laughs> that's, that's actually the last sentence of the article where it just absurd. leaves you like that. You have this building, and then the person who's just like, "Fine, you don't like them. You've got absurd things too." And the article's done. Like that's 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 the close. Wow. So, so so uh, we've been we've been we've been kind of dancing around it. It's possible this isn't going to work for everybody mm. that listens to this. Uh, it sounds like elements of this advice won't work for us, but we have that. that note of of comfort to to finish on (laughs) so um brianna how do you feel comforted by by that closing statement (laughs) for those of you enjoying us on an audio medium brie just uh had a very supportive hand gesture she gave to pat involving one of her digits i'll let you fill in the details in your imagination it was it was a thumbs up. <laughs> um, that's great. I totally know that it's okay that we have different passions and hobbies. I hope everyone else out there knows that. <laughs> yeah, if that's you don't what I keep. That, yeah, that's what I keep coming back to. Right? Is like who? If you read this article and you're like, wow, that is good. Like that's so many new points and like that's so. I don't know. Maybe it. Wait, I, I can know. do something different from my significant like, other? Semi-independently. Semi-independently can do this? Yeah, I just, that, this is like, this is just horrifying to read. Well, before before we wrap this 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 up here, um, there was a final element of, of the podcast that we, for a reason that we brought Brianna on. So, listeners, Brianna and I, we've never been to a, a Timberwolves game together before. Oh my god, is that true? That's true. We've been we've been together, you know, for what eighteen ish years now, right around there. Been together a long time. Uh, so, with this article's advice in mind, I thought this could be a good time to uh, to pose a question. I have this moment of truth here. So, 
Brianna, we've been together half our lives. And there is, well, again, about to, uh, don't, don't ruin it. Um, but there is one bridge that we have yet to cross together. Has our time together today convinced you to take our relationship to the next level? Will you go to a Timberwolves game with me? It's like I'm watching the intersection again. Like I said earlier, it's like the car crash is coming. Patrick, my love. Yes. Yes. Tell me. My life partner. Yes. No. It's so much. (laughs) It's so much worse how excited Pat was. He got so in. So excited! Uh, tell, you, tell you what, tell you what, tell you what. Timberwolves yep. Yep. make the mm, championship. The NBA Finals. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it if it's pretty likely they will <laughs> near the end of the season, um, and if we have a babysitter that you arrange, and if, um, you know, yeah, Mitch, Mitch can do it, and, and um, if. Yeah, you know, I could I could foresee a situation. Yeah, the true reason that we did this whole podcast was to get Mitch to babysit for us so we could go on a what? date. We'll go to a Timberwolves Sorry. game. Both of your children would happily come hang out with him anytime. And I would be so confident if you told me that I was babysitting your kids so you could go to a Wolves game that you... Yeah, there's... there's... Would actually be good to That would be the 102nd of my guesses of what you were actually doing that night. But you get... Hey, go with God. You know, have have fun. Whatever you guys need is totally fine. Well, I will say, Brynn, if you do... If we do go to Wolves game this season, you could always come back on on a guest and describe your experience at a Wolves hmm. game, and we could talk about that as, a, as cool. an episode, too. Cool, cool. I, I have a new threshold for which I'll attend a Wolves game with you. Um, if this podcast okay. reaches um, a listenership <laughs> of... Uh, a hundred, <laughs> then I will. <laughs> uh, the amount of burner accounts I'm about to create on Spotify is going to amaze you. <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. We should probably we should probably wrap things up here. Um, for Mitch or Brianna, before we before we close, any any final thoughts on relationships, on the article, on. Anything that we've talked about before we before we say goodbye, Brianna, I'll, I'll kick it to you first, just because you're the mm. guest. And if there's anything else that you want to say based on our convo, I mean, thank you so much for having me. Um, I hope your listeners aren't disgusted at how little I care about the Timberwolves, and maybe they appreciate their own partners more because perhaps their own partners <laughs> care a little bit more than I do. Or maybe, um, you know, I'm going to think about more pros. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write them down, and I'll think about more positives to having a partner who's not into the same hobbies that you are. And then maybe you could do a podcast about that someday. <laughs> yeah. When I when I write the supporting article, we could always have a Brianna section where she writes, you know, where oh, you write your, here's, here's, what I, here's yeah, my, you know, this against word. it. So, <laughs> yeah, that could work. Mitch, Mitch, final thoughts. You you got to observe the you know the car wreck in slow motion as it came, um, and and got to sit back. Any any final thoughts on on relationships and doing fandom together? Pieces of advice. I think it was it was just as pleasant as I hoped it would be. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think that I I genuinely um, I adore both of you, and we've obviously known each other for a very very long time. And it is it's so funny to me like how something I believe so strongly about 
hobbies or just life in general is like you can do it however makes sense to you and I, that's why i think I, I bristle sometimes at some of these um like advice comms where it's like you know do this or do that because it's like well you know enjoy it however the hell you want it's like that's the point it's supposed to be enjoyed it's supposed to be fun like all of life is so you know not that that's all that helpful yeah. for our you know for our podcast here but i just i think that like the the recurring theme seems to be like we can have opinions, we can get excited about things, and it doesn't need to doesn't need to dominate into um well, it doesn't need to dominate everything or it doesn't have to be the same, I guess I would say. So um anyways. Yeah, that's like your whole podcast thesis, basic, right? Have basically. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well with that, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up here. So change your face, be happy, and enjoy it. We'll see you next week.